today on the God Pod. Welcome, Mary. Hey, guys. It's so great to be back with all of you. This is lovely. And it's Attack of the Marys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I didn't think you guys had to make bread. I thought it was just a thing <laughs> unsubstantiated. But anyway. Well, Jesus has been slacking. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I've been busy with the wine. <laughs> you know what? I think that's, that's good prioritizing right there. He's the weakest person I've ever met in my life. And I was shocked to find out that there were so many people weaker than he was because I just didn't think that was quantifiably possible. Do you mean mentally weak or do you in like... every single Both. metric. <laughs> I can beat him in arm wrestling? That's lovely. I mean, he can't even lift a glass of water. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's too hands. Shaky. 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 On the first episode of this podcast, the very first episode, I said there needs to be a plague that wipes out only stupid people. And Uh it happened. And I'm scared about my mythical powers. I renounce my wish, okay? This is making me too sad now. That's enough. That's enough already. It's kind of out there. I I don't know. Can you take it back? Can Uh, we delete that episode? Right. That'll solve it. I renounce my wish. I did it Wonder Woman 84 style. Welcome to the God Pod. I'm your host of all hosts, the bad bitch with the most, the one and only Mary Magdalene. Thank you for joining us as we attempt to restore order to the multiverse. I'm here today with my pals. What's up, gang? Hey, Mary. Hey. Hey, Moses, Jesus, God. You're hosting. That's so exciting. I know, right? It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, God finally got to his senses and figured I should host because, (laughs) well. Yeah, well, we tried it for the first time on the last episode because Satan took over. He has a way of doing that. I was mad at first, but it turned out great. It is a little weird just because wouldn't you think it'd be like you're working somewhere and the boss is like, you take over for the day. But he stands behind you the whole time and he's like, just pretend I'm not here. (laughs) (laughs) So technically, sure, she's hosting, but come on. Yeah, you know, the little Monday morning quarterback. I love working less, so whatever I can do less, I'm all for that. That's That's true. So let me say hi to the listeners. Hello, human, and thanks for listening. Welcome to the God Pod. I love you. You're definitely going to heaven now. Uh, The God Pod is a huge podcast, and we've got a lot of listeners. So please give us five stars and write us a review, and we'll read your review on air. And by the way, with the reviews, we want you guys to get more interesting with them. Yes, we love to hear what you think, but we want to hear what's going on with you. So please send us a review. How about we read some reviews, God? Would that be cool? Sounds great. So we've got one. The title is Highly Recommender. (laughs) Something like that. Cameron FX in the UK. Five stars. Thank you, Cameron. Um, And it's uh, this is my new favorite podcast. Hands down. You guys are awesome. Highly recommended. We appreciate you, Cameron. And we hope uh, you're drinking tea, probably, (laughs) since it's the UK. Real gray. (laughs) Exactly. The grayest. Uh, Then we've got another one from Miss AI78, who is obviously a robot. Uh, (laughs) Five stars. Best podcast out there. Definitely worth supporting for five bucks a month for the monthly God Pod live party. And you can talk to God himself on Discord. And also, can I, I mean, is it true that if they want to uh, send in a not so great review, we're still going to read that, aren't we? Oh yeah, we love those, please. Those are the best. For sure. For sure. Those are the best. The best ones. Please, (laughs) please feel free. So let me go ahead and introduce our very special guest. So our guest today is returning to the God Pod for a third time. Um, You know her, you love her, you hate her uncle for sure, um, if you're a good human. Um, It's our author, Miss Mary L. Trump. Welcome, Mary. Hey, guys. It's so great to be back with all of you. This is lovely. And it's Attack of the Marys. It's pretty (laughs) That's right. We we out, we out. I was going to say outrank, but that's probably not true. Yeah, probably too. No, 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 no. So we have this whole bad bitch philosophy that we have going here. Um, Mary Mary Magdalene, the, the patron saint of bad bitches, um, as precisely. And as you, you know, you're a Mary yourself, so you understand. It's it's a burden, but someone has to do it. You know, this is so true. Exactly. It really is. <laughs> so, Mary, I'll open it with this. 
How has your 2021 been going? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> you know what's just like so depressing about that question? Is it is it very different from what I would have said a year ago? Exactly. Um, a part of me thinks we're doing like some very terrible, god awful Groundhog's Day. Right. Um, right. And, you know, it's it is what we it is now. Um, you know, what? I made bread again. You, <laughs> I didn't think you guys had to make bread. I thought it was just a thing <laughs> and substantiated. But anyway, well, Jesus has been slacking. Hey, hey, hey. I've been uh, busy with the wine. <laughs> you know what? I think that's, that's good prioritizing right there. Um, yes. the, what's worse, and I think wine is, is definitely more important now because there is one thing that's worse this year than last year. Uh, the crazy... <laughs> Has 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 increased exponentially. Anyway, I don't know that anybody could have anticipated, um, especially since Donald. I mean, I know he's still around, sadly, but you know he's not in a White House anymore. So you would have thought <laughs> that some of it would have abated, but it's getting worse. Mm. I, I can you guys uh, explain that? See, uh. um, we don't go to God for answers. Here. I have no um, idea. Notice I didn't single God out. <laughs> yes. I'm us, just as confused as all of you. <laughs> it is. Uh, why is the crazy uh, exponentially increasing? Ooh. Doubling down. It's exponentially oh doubling down. Yes. It really is. Uh, I, I have lots of lots. The of multiverse answers. is actually, you know, it's crashing. Soon we're going to have multiversal war, you know. It's just getting worse. Ooh, yeah, yeah, and it's going to happen in school board meetings, apparently. Yeah. Oh, man. Who knew school boards would be the battleground for, like, the soul of America? Uh, this is... Makes sense. There was this... Uh, you're talking about this, like, Pennsylvania yep. GOP candidate, right? Yep. Today mm-hmm. said that... he's. I, I saw this clip, and he almost reminded me... I'm like, is this the new Trump? Because he basically just... Uh, the new Donald Trump. Sorry. <laughs> because <laughs> this is... This is just, he's like advocating violence. He said, you don't argue with them. You don't bring in your freaking data. You just said in 20 strongmen, he he literally used the phrase strongmen to remove the school board. You elect a new people that night and then you change the rules that way. And horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like fascism to me. Very, very Mm -hmm. much Handmaid's Tale. Uh, Yes. Giving Handmaid's Tale. Uh, So Mary, uh, I know in... um, in your book, you talk about, you know, the, the reckoning and how we're trying to diagnose the core cause of what's happening in, in America. And with the goal being to kind of chart out a, a course to healing. Do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Sure. I mean, you know, uh, not to be reductive, but um, I think the basic problem is is white people um, mm-hmm. and how over <laughs> the course of our history through mismaking and failures to hold powerful white men accountable like Robert E. Lee on down to Donald and our failures to not only to acknowledge and grapple with the incredibly important role white supremacy has played in, in this country. I mean, think about it. White supremacy is currently uh, a platform for one of our two major political parties, but because of yes. that, like, we've certainly never atoned for it. You can't, like, you can't atone for something if you don't acknowledge it. So exactly. I feel like altogether that that's all led us to this moment uh, where you've got, you know, parents losing their minds in school board meetings because they're being asked to do something as simple and potentially life-saving as wear a piece of fucking cloth over their mouth. <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, you know, it's important to because I love how uh, a lot of people say, and just to be clear, I say this in the book as well. When I say we, I'm speaking for majority, the majority of us uh, white Americans, because I am white and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. privileged in that way. And I think it's ridiculous for me to pretend to speak for any any marginalized groups. And it's you know that's that's the group that that um, unfortunately white people are the ones most able to fix this mess. <laughs> They're also the ones making everything worse still. Um, but, you know, when um, they you bring up reparations or something, which I think mm-hmm. is something that absolutely needs to happen in order 
to attempt to level the playing field. Um, mm-hmm. They say, oh, you know, slavery was 150 years ago. Well, first of all, no, it wasn't. Uh, I think it was Brian. It's still going Yeah, on. it was Brian Stevenson, the founder of the Equal Justice Initiative, who said slavery didn't end in 1865. It just evolved. And it did exactly. through Jim Crow and the school to prison pipeline and now modern. And the prison industrial complex, for sure. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. um, by the same token, I would say that it does matter. Not only that Robert E. Lee, who was a traitor to this country and was directly and indirectly responsible for the deaths of over 750,000 people, uh, Mm -hmm. got away with it then, but, and probably a lot of people didn't know this, he was pardoned in the early 70s by President Gerald Ford, which is one of the most despicable things. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he was pardoned posthumously. Um, Yeah. And I think, and then that's Jimmy Carter. Pardon uh-huh. Jefferson Davis, who was president of the Confederacy. Lovely. Because Democrats keep thinking that if they just, you know, please a couple of people on the right, they're going to play right. with us and, and become sane. Appeasement. Is- so oddly enough, it's it's crazy stuff you see even amongst, uh, I think, liberal white folks as well are operating under that same delusion that everything is fine. It's always been fine and it always will be. Um Speaking of school boards being battlegrounds, you see that in some liberal states like New York, where um, people are pretty much going just as mental uh, at the thought of having schools be integrated. Because, quite frankly, there is a huge issue in liberal states with schools being uh, very much so segregated and it it shakes out by color lines and class lines. So, Mary, I I want to commend you for, you know, speaking truth to power in that way. And yeah, it is a sickness. Uh, it needs to be diagnosed. Um, people need to be forced to reckon with the fact of what this country is and was built on. Um, and, you know, we, we have a saying here uh, that, you know, bad bitches, they tell the truth even when it's hard. So I think that's what everybody kind of needs to do. Mm. I would agree. Mm-hmm. So Great. that was amazing. And, and I think what happens Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Um, Even though I don't think the Latin translates that way. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm God. I decide what words are. There you go. Exactly. I also think we we might need to bring Latin back into the school so people stop seeing words like cis and hetero as like slurs. Mm. Right. They're not. They're just descriptors. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Just every full liberal arts education. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring back civics. Maybe they should teach yes. ethics. Ethics, critical thinking, and civics. Yes. Yes. All three of those. Yes. Let's throw it in there. Um, yeah, sure. And, you know, just actual history. Forget, you know, I know critical race theory scares people to hear. So just actual history will do. And then let's see. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess if the terrifying critical race theory, which last I checked, um, was a perfectly Ooh. reasonable uh, challenge to... Um, the sort of racism is real. Uh, racial justice in America isn't taught outside of grad school, but okay. <laughs> but that's the problem. The right is much better at co-opting issues and, and bending and breaking language um, to do it. Fitting. I completely agree with that. So Mary, I know, um, especially because you've kind of been sounding the alarm on uh, some of your family members who are quite a bit now. Uh, a lot has been said about you. Um, <laughs> and I would say <laughs> pretty misunderstood in in some ways. So are there any, do you have any words to people? Because I, I'm very much misunderstood myself. I don't know if you know my story. I do. Uh, the, church, the church said a lot of things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's so fun that I'm speaking to another Mary who uh, people have maligned because uh, <laughs> I feel like she gets it, you know? Um, but do you have any words to people who think that you're doing this for attention or you are uh, talking about your family members when it should be, you're, you're hanging up dirty laundry and whatnot? Any words to them? And remember, there's only an hour on this show. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay here all day. <laughs> yeah, right. Same, same. Just speed up the playback. Um, <laughs> uh, first, what I would say is, please read my books. <laughs> and if you come away thinking that, that this was a, a frolic for me. And that, you lost um, them at read. 
Yeah, good point. Sorry. <laughs> that was the big one. Yeah. All right. Audio book, get, or maybe you maybe a children's book next. <laughs> pictures. Yes. Yeah. Um, With bunny rabbits. I mean, Memes. I think some, the most obvious thing to say is because um, you know, my buddy Megan McCain accused this. Yes. There. Oh Megan. remember this happened? She sold so many books for me that I wanted to send her flowers to my friends. Like, <laughs> no. I love that. What can, can we recap what happened there for our listeners? Megan, uh, which this most recent time? This tip, yeah, I guess <laughs> this most recent. Th- time. This was the best one yet. <laughs> Megan McCain, for reasons I don't begin to understand, hates me. <laughs> because, I mean, I've never met the woman. Because you're reasonable. And not well, and also like. <laughs> As she made clear the last year, she didn't even read my book. So, like, right. what is she going on about? Anyway, this time I was fully prepared by the producer. And I was like, oh, Megan must be thrilled to have me back on. And the producer said, <laughs> no, she's really interested in the mental health stuff. These are the kind of questions she's going to ask. I'm like, okay, fine. And because it's still Zoom, each host before, like, before we're live on air comes on just to say hi and thanks for coming. And when right. it, when it was Megan's turn, she literally was looking down. She never yeah. looked up. And all she did was say, hey, it's Megan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I was I'm not sure why I was furious. I, it's been a while since somebody has been that dis- disrespectful to me, to my face anyway. Yeah. Do it behind your back. Like classy do it people. On Twitter, you know, exactly. Right. Which she also did, of course, because she. That's what you're supposed to do. Compelled to sell books for me. So um, (laughs) I was like, I need to do something about this. I'm so angry. And then she ends up not being on the segment, which I found out right before. Oh, no. This is what they always do. So I was only supposed to be on one segment. And I'm like furiously trying to figure out what to do. And then thankfully, they had me back on for a second. And like Mm -hmm. when I get this last question, no matter what it's about, I am going to land a blow. The question was, is Donald going to run it again? And I'm like, who fucking cares? By the way, you guys have a very powerful, important platform. I'm so grateful that you're willing to have hard conversations about misogyny and race. It is a shame that your colleague is too much of a coward or, sorry, doesn't have the courage to come on this segment. And have no, I love that coward. That was That's my word. I, yes. I think I said doesn't Cowards. have the courage because I was, you know. In oh, oh, okay. But that means coward. So it worked. So they, it was hysterical. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg comes back on and she's like nodding and suddenly she stops. And clearly some producer is in her ear like, get her the fuck out of here. We need to go to commercial. <laughs> so And then because again, Megan wants to sell books for me, she goes on Twitter and she writes, there's no such thing as a good Trump. I right. have a cousin who's like a, still a child, by the way. And other people who have nothing to do with them. But anyway, there's no such thing as a good Trump. Leave me and my family the fuck alone. I'm like, mm. wow. Child. She's such right. a right. Anyway, my father. My my dad. Who's her father? Uh, I remember he's, he was a farmer. Just kidding. He was a farmer. My guy. father. My favorite thing is she recently complained about nepotism. <laughs> she literally i cannot hear the phrase my father or even the word father and not think about her Which she blocked me tough for you god it's hard yeah because i'm god the father um she blocked me on twitter a long time ago <laughs> did she block you i don't i have no idea because i don't follow her <laughs> and i never have because why would i right <laughs> you know um anyway it was fun for me Good for that's, you. That's good to hear. Um, and happy you're still sticking it to them because somebody's got to. Right. Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, you know, any quick words about the book um, that you just want to let us know? If you had to summarize a book in one line, I know what I just asked you. <laughs> but what's the most important thing you want to leave people with uh, when they when they hear about this book? But God was the demanding one. What's up? <laughs> yes, I love that. Oh, he hasn't. We want, we just want to talk about your book. I mean, book sales, yes. I guess, are going great. And if we really want to help your book sales, I'll attack you on Twitter, right? Oh, please do, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to buy any book from any Trump. <laughs> Here's the link. I can't read. Uh, actually, you know, America does have a huge literacy problem. So we really America should. does indeed. I mean, I guess what I would say, though, is that people will always think that whatever I do is partisan. But 
we really need to take a step back and just be honest. And, and I think one of the great ironies of how our history has unfolded is that um, notice I'm just using a, a run on sentence so I can just, Sometimes I like to start a sentence and then just figure out as I go. The agreement, if not the spirit, (laughs) Um, is that by failing to take responsibility for our past, we do become complicit in um, perpetuating Mm -hmm. the the problems and in creating this future and this present. Right, and what we're dealing with. I mean, look, I know. I like. I feel like racism is a horrible thing we do to our children. It is, and and you can't blame a child. Who's, who grows up in a racist society, a white child, uh, who grows up in a racist family, um, you know, all white schools, racist media surrounded by hmm. racism on all Victims of that's system. not right. And you, you can't fault them for that. But, you know, we all we we're all victimized in some ways in our childhood. And no matter what happens, mm-hmm. we have to take responsibility at some point, you know, like I agree with right? that. if I've been abused and mm-hmm. I grow up to have this out of control, rageful temper, that's on me to fix. Right. You know, who does a great job with that is Germany. I mean, say what you will about Germany. They've got a lot of reminders there now of their past, right? Yes, they do. And active reminders, constructive reminders of what the past was. and it's also criminalized if you deny it. So um, I think America needs that type of reckoning right. in order to kind of save its own soul. Um, yeah, and and the truth because Jesus, Jesus, are you still in the business of saving souls? I try, I try, oh, okay. but <laughs> sometimes up. they're unfixable. <laughs> yeah. How do you save that which does not want to be saved? Exactly. exactly. It's and, really tough, and the you know the truth is though, post World War II Germany was not very happy about that project (laughs) to, Uh you know, face their own truth. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of forced on them by the allies. And I think we need something similar to that happening here because, uh, you know, the first amendment doesn't allow you to yell fire in a crowded movie theater. Why should it allow you to um, promote slavery by carrying around emblems of it and, um, Erecting statues to people yes. who were slaveholders. At the barest minimum. Yeah. Also, no <laughs> yeah. more of those like thin blue line flags. Those are scary. Those are those are Confederate light. Exactly. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yes, Confederate different color. That's it. Right. Right. Unless yeah. unless you're a Capitol police officer and uh, tried to save our Congress people, in which case I guess then you shouldn't be protected. Oh, I, it's so confusing. So many contradictions. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. many contradictions. And they only work for the people that the people want them to work for. At the but it's nothing new. And and this is this is one of the things I, I try to get across to help people not feel like I'm just dumping on them. I'm not. I mean, I have to take responsibility for this too. During mm-hmm. World War One, too, sorry, you know, we're leading the allies against the fascist and we're considered a beacon of democracy across the world. Absolutely fantastic. And that needed to be done. But at the same time, the American South was a closed fascist state that was essentially continuing to enslave people and denying them basic human rights. So we yes, keep getting away with this shit. And it's very dangerous. Yeah. And when are Democrats? That's my only question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when are they going to grow a spine and like really do some stuff? I, I'm not uh, very, um, I don't know. But God, then, then they would have to admit that they benefit from it, too. Uh, it's all like that, though. I mean, maybe it is that. I, I think it's, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> because it yeah. seems unthinkable that they don't understand the threat. Yes, a lot of people are acting very spineless in this moment, the hour of our discontent. Um, and uh, I really want people to, there's two people specifically. Nancy Pelosi, uh, Chuck Schumer. Hi, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. Um, But yes, uh, Mary, again, being a bad bitch means saying the truth even when it's hard. Yes, that was some serious bad bitchingness then. Exactly. Is that the right verbiology? You know what? We'll go with it. We'll work it out. Um, we'll keep saying it until something like bango bango. Yeah. It'll work. I mean, uh, I mean, not as easy as Mary Magdalene. But I'm, you know, I'm, Whoa! <laughs> see, yes, see, lies, lies from the church, untruths. Um, and see, it's 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 exactly that. If you if you're anyone out there with the name Mary, this episode goes out to you. 
um, because <laughs> there's something you know, about Mary. There really is something something that makes people uh, tell lies about us. Maybe <laughs> if your name is Mary and you listen to the podcast, please write in and let us know what's going on with you. We, we want to check. <laughs> Would you just imagine about if you. the New Testament had had a a, a book of you? Oh, that would be a book of bad bitches. Ooh, we need that for Bible too. Oh my God, Bible! I know. Bible dose. <laughs> should we, spike uh, facts. Should, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm. Well, I'm definitely getting that spike facts. It sounds like they're going to spike it into you. Absolutely. Should we move on to uh, to, to the, the the news and the, we have question we have questions from the listeners for you for you too, Mary. Oh. As well as as well as for some of us, and then we can talk about all the latest news that's pissing us off. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> Do we have to? Well, you know, uh, people, your already your public needs you. They want to know what you think about all the things. No, we cannot look away. As exhausted as we may be, we cannot. <laughs> right. oh, our eyes are so tired, so sleepy, but we must look. So let's ask these questions really quickly. So we've got one from Salvador Dalai Lama. Love the name. <laughs> Mary Trump, <laughs> does the one who shall not be named have a weakness or is he really like Teflon? Do you think we'll ever really see him behind bars or at least bankrupt and living in a trailer park in the swamps of Florida? <laughs> in a van down by the river. Um, I personally want him in The Hague being tried for crimes against humanity, but that's just me. Um, yeah. Amen. It's really important to re- remember that as, as hard as it is, Donald's really not the problem. He's a symptom. He's the weakest person I've ever met in my life. Um, and I was shocked to find out that there were so many people weaker than he was because I just didn't think that was quantifiably possible. Do you mean mentally weak or do you in like every single both. metric? <laughs> I can beat him in arm wrestling. That's lovely. I mean, he can't even lift a glass of water. Come on. Come on. Yeah. He's too Shaky. Shaky. <laughs> Shaky. So um, he's not Teflon. It's that other people have always found him useful. So he's always protected, whether it was my grandfather or, you know, the Republican leadership now or donors or what Mm. have you. So he's just a grown baby who hasn't gotten a spanking. Why does the attorney general do something? I don't understand. I have to hope. I don't have a lot of hope, but I have to hope that Merrick Garland is working really hard behind the scenes and just doesn't <laughs> want to show his hand. But if if Merrick Garland doesn't do something, that, I mean, why is there not a, a COVID response investigation? Um, why are insurrectionists getting away with having incited an insurrection? It, it yes! doesn't do something, yes. then we're... <laughs> No, just fuck it. That's white supremacy. If you don't yes. hold these people accountable, then nothing matters. Like, right. come on, Democrats. White supremacy is the lack of accountability. Absolutely. Um, I, too, would like him, uh, you know, uh, Angela Davis is still working on me, so my abolitionism hasn't kicked in all the way. So him <laughs> in prison would not upset me all the way too much. <laughs> but... Um, uh, him changed or in some way ostracized from society and devoid of power and societal clout or leverage. Like being kicked off Twitter. Yeah. More of that. Well, I felt, I felt that that would be a big step in the right direction, but something that worried me recently was during his latest rally when he mentioned you, everyone should get vaccinated. And then they start booing him and I'm like, oh shit, if they're booing him. Listen, you know. but but Moses, that's what happens when when Frankenstein thinks that he can control his monster. The monster <laughs> always turns against Frankenstein, and Republicans oh, yeah, doing this the friggin' Tea Party. So yeah, yeah. it may take it, it may take all of this. Well, I think I'm holding also hope out for New York, the New York Attorney General, the New York District wow. Attorney, and you know, there's some civil suits, one of which is mine. And hey, if I have a hand in impoverishing him. Because that Let's would be one of the worst that could happen. A broke to boy. Yeah. I want to see him a broke boy. And I just want to make sure we have time for this last question. So this one comes from James. What would Mary Trump like to talk about? I'm sure he, she gets tired of always talking about family. <laughs> Thank you, James. That's very sweet. Um, he yeah. is very sweet. I can testify to that. Oh, is it? Is it the Matthew Mark Luke James? No, he's a, he's a patron. 
Oh, wait, that's a different game. Sorry. There is no different game. I'm an atheist. What the hell do I know? Anyway. Everything. <laughs> a little rusty. Um, you know, this, this second book isn't about my family at all. I, it was impossible to avoid talking about Donald because sadly, tragically, horrifically, he was in the White House for four years. Mm-hmm. And we're still dealing with the fallout from that. And we're still dealing with him because yeah, the Republicans right. are keeping him relevant. But, um, you know, I think what I hope, I mean, other than we need to start taking responsibility and making amends and atoning and, and doing reparations and stuff. What I hope people also get from the book is that we really need to be absolutely accurate with our language when we're talking about what's going on politically in this country. Uh, The Republican Party is a party of fascists. And we need to talk about that. We need to explain it in a way that doesn't seem hysterical. We need to define our terms, which the right is never asked to do when they're Mm -hmm. calling us Marxists, communists, socialists, Leninists, or Mm -hmm. whatever. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we need to help people understand uh, how easily we can lose everything because our democracy is fragile in part, I would argue, because we've never actually been a democracy. Ooh. A republic for which it stands. Mic drop. I mean, because simply because not, not everybody in this country has ever been represented at the same time. Yes. And right. how many millions of people are denied the franchise because the Republicans just decided that they their signatures didn't match or, you know, they have to vote in person, even though it's the middle of a pandemic or because obviously they're black or they're. Uh, I'd say we've been a plutocracy. Hmm? A plutocracy for a very long time. Yeah. Um, actually founded as a plutocracy because hmm? you had to be a land-owning white man. That's right. And that even uh, dips a little bit into what Mary was talking about with systemic racism and what does personhood look like in a country where you as a being a person was defined as white. This is so good. This is so much smarter than I would be, Mary. Oh. I would just be like <laughs> Pluto's involved. Yes. Pluto, the dog, actually, is who's been running America. Ruff, ruff. Um, That's why you see, that's why they tried to make him not a planet. Because (laughs) starting a new conspiracy. Slow down. Yeah. Um, No, no, no. But Mary, this is this has been really great. I know our audience is going to learn a lot. This is going to just incite a whole lot of necessary conversations to be had. Um, and so to to our audience, I, I just want to let everyone know, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. Mary is an excellent example of what you, you kind of need to be doing at the table. Um, get these conversations going, you know, um, being a bad bitch is what someone who says the truth, even when it's hard. So thou shalt buy the reckoning. Absolutely. Do it. Oh, wow. Do I it. get it. Is that like a commandment? Yes, it'll piss yeah, off. Uh, maybe I'll tweet that. It'll piss off Megan McCain, <laughs> and that's. What I'm going to go do. back up the hill. I'm going to get that little stone tablet that I left up there, and it says "Purchase the Reckoning." I'm going to bring it back down. <laughs> well, Mary, this has been this has been excellent for me. Um, we're going to get into the goddamn news. Do you want to stick around and read some headlines with us? Oh, she's absolutely. Oh, lovely. Okay, so God, do you want to get into politics? Let's get into politics, sure. shall we? Excellent. So uh, President Biden addresses the vaccine skeptics as the FDA authorizes Pfizer. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty lovely. Because um, that, that convinced everyone, right? All the vaccine skeptics and anti-vaxxers, are, they're probably on board now, right? Because it's FDA approved. Oh, yeah. That, that was what was stopping them before. <laughs> right, you know, right. So. Well, problem solved. Now, Right. To be fair, it probably helped convince some people, right? Maybe not the vaccine skeptics in general, but those yes, who were just Jesus. maybe a little on the fence. And those two people are now taking <laughs> Fair. Oh. Fair. But hey, I actually learned something interesting about this Pfizer vaccine name. So we know it's called Comernity. I found out they named it that because it's a combination of community and mRNA. They yep. wanted to get mRNA in the word. That's so silly. Spike just, if you listen closely, you hear three new conspiracy theories. Just <laughs> yeah. back to the drawing the board. Yes. Yeah, they wanted to, they wanted to get a tracking ship in the in the word. Ugh, yes, bad idea. Um, oh well, we've got. Uh, ooh, let's see. Afghan war veteran dies because ICU beds are filled with COVID cases. 
And this is crazy to me because I thought they cared about veterans. It's just maybe just not this one. Not this one. Yeah, they care about cops, but not that. Is he a bad guy? But not not those cops. They care about veterans, but not this one. No, he was not a bad guy. Exactly. So if he wasn't a bad guy, I don't understand why we just will not take care of our vets. And we didn't do this even before COVID was an issue. Right. Um, No, but what's worse, though, is, I mean, obviously this is happening over and over again every day. People with what should be non-fatal, non-COVID illnesses can't get hospital beds because they don't believe in science when it comes to taking a vaccine. But when they get sick with COVID, suddenly they knock on the door. Please help me. Yep. I don't understand. Yeah, they they don't trust medicine, but until the hospital. Until they're on death's door. Why are they not being deprioritized? I don't understand why. Because uh, that's a hard decision to make. Doctors take an oath. That's why. But yeah, but if you have two people and they're both, you know, in a situation where they can die and you have one person who's unvaccinated or anti-vax, let's say, just totally against it and they're mm-hmm. talking shit, you know, it's, I, I guess the question is you can't like figure out who's like that because once they get right. in the hospital, then they're, then they're like lambs. Right. So actually, I saw a little Twitter thing um, yesterday that doctors are able to see who got the vaccine and who didn't mm-hmm. just based off of chest x-rays. Mm-hmm. Because oh, if you, point. exactly. So if you aren't vaccinated, it progresses much faster, much more rapidly. Um, and they can put up two chest x-rays from people who were admitted at the same time, infected ar- at around the Ooh. same time. And it just is, it's it's just so obvious to see how this virus is ravaging their bodies. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of wild that uh, people... Choosing not to get vaccinated are, is kind of pushing us to uh, do that trolley. That yeah, trolley yeah it's the trolley yes. problem. Exactly. You know, the and, one and that the, Donald was always like, <laughs> he didn't care about us. Always anyway. trying to kill the most people. <laughs> right. the, the most people, the fastest. Oh, uh, the fastest. In the case of this veteran, he actually did not have COVID. He was uh-uh. he needed to be in the hospital for something else. Right. And that's so, why oh, wow. this it's is a moral good dilemma. Re- what well, would you do, Jesus? Well, I don't. I don't want to address that. <laughs> what I, what I do want to say, Jesus is not touching that with the ten foot pole. Right. Okay. What I what I do uh, want to say is that this guy's this veteran's. You know what happened to him is a good example of why everybody needs to wear a mask and get vaccinated and please, you know, keep their distance because it's not about you. It's about keeping the hospitals open for others who need these ICU beds. You know what, though, Jesus, I think that was the mistake at the very beginning because. Uh, once again, we overestimated people. I we we said at the beginning, wear your mask to protect other people. Most of us apparently don't give a shit about other people. We should have said, wear your mask to protect you. Yeah, <laughs> right. Deeply fucked up yeah, society. Maybe because you know, like God said, a lot of us are lambs, and they're taking Invermectin or whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just confounding the problem. Oh, those people are crapping themselves in public. And they're wearing and in diapers. The hospitals. Yeah. I would like to say a quick shout out to every nurse who is having to deal with poopy diapers that is not in the NICU right now. Right. Like, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry that people are doing this. This is, it's ridiculous. It's the new um, Tide Pods. But did you hear oh, a judge in Cincinnati ordered a hospital to treat patients with Invermectin? What? Yeah. I, I, it's like, uh, this is the other problem. It's like everything is, is the wrong people are making decisions in the wrong fields. Like, like we'll why? probably read that, dr- that judge dr- died of COVID like a month from now. It probably, which would be such so, a shame. Oh Talk about goodness. a wreck. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, a wreck. Because it's gonna wreck your body if you don't get vaccinated. Come on, people. Nobody right. wanted me to so, name that W R E C K. Yes, the wrecking, the wrecking of America. You came in like a wrecking ball. Okay. Uh, so uh, there's a, a headline that says the MAGA movement's a bigger threat to America than the Taliban. Mary, do you agree? Do you have thoughts? Oh my God, I think totally. Domestic terrorism. It's been this country's biggest problem for decades. Um, But thanks to the Republican Party, we weren't allowed to compile data (laughs) to that effect. And we weren't allowed to talk about it. Or I guess politicians like 
the agencies who deal with these things were were not allowed to speak about it publicly um, because as the Republicans know, all domestic terrorists are pretty much their voters. <laughs> so they felt it reflected badly on them. And I, I think it does, actually. If uh, your base are the people who are, you know, shooting up synagogues and, um, you know, attack, uh, inciting insurrections and attacking police officers who are trying to protect Congress people. So I have, there's, when, other than outside of Afghanistan, what is the Taliban done? In this right. right. They're thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away. Yep. And these MAGA idiots are like, I can't even remember all the things they've done. They tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan. The super spreader events alone. Oh, yeah. You know, when they were storming all the capitals because they, they stormed the capital. They didn't yep. want to wear masks, poor babies. And yet they all emerged alive. Fascinating. And this, uh, the North Dakota, what is that? The big oh, motorcycle. Oh, Sturgis like Rally. The Sturgis. Motorcycle Sturgis Rally. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that, yeah. yeah. And uh, we've got a Florida radio host, Mr. Anti Vax, who dies of COVID 19. Um, he was the, he's now the third conservative, conservative radio host who condemned vaccine and has died of COVID. Now, oddly enough, um, I, I, I saw another thing on Twitter and someone kind of, set up the issue for me really nicely. The Fox News hosts are completely fine. Why? Because they're all vaccinated. <laughs> Meanwhile, these radio hosts are kind of the, the foot soldiers of this thing, and they're the frontline uh, communicators, and they're the ones who are truly the true believers not dying. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's crazy, 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 crazy to think about this. He he leaves behind his uh, wife, his partner, and his children, and it's just, it's wild. It's sad. It's tragic. It's very, very sad. Well, you know what, though? The first thing I think when I hear these stories is how many other people did they infect? Yeah. Right. How many other people and it's, it's the third conservative radio host who condemned vaccines uh, of re- just recently. I mean... And there's just, you know, there was another one. There was a Texas anti-mask movement leader in the last week who died and left his family behind. There was a pastor whose church downplayed COVID, died of COVID, despite prayers and fasting. And it's just on and on and on every single day. It's like some denier dies and they don't, you know, doesn't change anyone's mind. (laughs) You think that things would make sense, but. Well, well, I wanted to ask that. Is this going to be a wake up call to these people who listen? I these- I think that, you know, some people's minds are being changed. But I, as God, am like responsible for a lot of this. And I'm actually working with Kevin Covid. Don't tell anybody. And well, I'm keeping an eye on the vaccine tracker for the U.S. It's like a 52.1 percent today. OK, that should Come be on, jumping. Guys, can I get a 70? Can I get an 80? Yeah, that 80, should be 80, jumping 80, up 80, higher. 80. Come on. Come on, 99, 99, 99. I don't think 99, they're being 99. convinced yeah, fast enough. Go. No, it's really sad. It's really sad. It's kind of selfish as well, considering there's folks in the what is known as the developing world who are dying, waiting Wish for these that vaccines. They had it. Yeah. Wish they had access, but we're hoarding it. We're hoarding it and you guys won't take it. We're hoarding it and they're, th- they're throwing away millions of unused vaccines because they're expiring because I think the I think a problem with politicizing something like this is there are people out there who would say about these men dying from COVID, even though they're anti-vax, anti-mask, whatever, is, uh, you know, they cling to this belief that, you know, good for them because they stuck to their guns and they lived, Ugh. they died free men, you know. What do you do about that? What do you do about people that refuse to change their mind? Exactly. I just want to, sorry, Mary, I just, of course, I just wanted to say, Jesus, on the first episode of this podcast, the very first episode, I said there needs to be a plague that wipes out only stupid people. And Uh it happened. And I'm scared about my mythical powers and i i should renounce my wish oh i renounce my wish okay this is making me too sad now that's enough that's enough already all right it's kind of out there you i, I don't know can you take it back can we delete that episode right that'll solve it i renounce my wish i did it wonder woman 84 style 
Okay. <laughs> you have to do this. Are you spinning? You have to spin. Oh, okay. And you have to say a spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spell yeah. Yamas. Click your heel. Wingardium Leviosa. That's, <laughs> that, 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 that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The power of the of the charmed ones. Um, the power on, of Christ compels you. Yeah. Um, there you go. <laughs> uh, so uh, exactly what, uh, you know, Ma- Mary Dose uh, had mentioned. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Is, oh, Mary Dose, Mary too. <laughs> Dose Marys. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Mary and Mary. Mary, Merry Christmas. Um, so actually, that's what we should name this is Mary, Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes, I love this episode. So. The um, Mississippi governor says people in the deep south are less scared of COVID because they believe in eternal life. Then why do they need guns? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, that's a nice one, Mary. Thank you. Or seatbelts. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> those wear those. Why are they going to the hospital? Exactly. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. That's the governor. The governor. The governor of a state is that dumb. Now, I believe most governors in the U.S. are vaccinated, no? Oh, I would say they're all done. Right? Yeah. yeah. So um, apparently he wasn't running and chasing eternal life. So, you know, <laughs> just saying. If he, he should test the know. theory. Exactly. I need him to test the theory first so that we can, if he goes and reports back and then is like, hey, guys, it's pretty cool over here. I met God and Jesus and Moses. Like, that would be. Pretty um, sure he'd be going somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yes. Untight hell. Loose hell. Bad hell. I'm, I'm, pi- I'm pitching that to Satan because tight hell sounds too good for some people. Oh, yeah. No, not everybody goes to tight hell. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Too, loose hell is what where is I would tight like. Tight hell. Tight oh. hell is like hell, but it's like you weren't Super that tight. bad. Yeah. You weren't that bad, you know. Uh-huh. But like, then then there's like really bad hell. There's seven layers of hell. Yeah. And like, you know, they get progressively worse. Yeah. Yeah. Dante's Inferno. So. And then there's yeah, all the right. special places mm-hmm. in hell. There's so many special places. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's different types of torture devices, all types of things. You need one just for Republican governors, apparently. Yes. <laughs> loose hell. Loose hell. Where everything's just the, real loose. Where they're forced to watch MSNBC. So all these people are dying of COVID. It's a real reckoning. And they don't realize that that's happening to them, but it is. But do they all, does nobody change their mind on their deathbed? No. <laughs> I mean, I think some people do. That's it, Some people do. And we, we are hearing those stories um, and their surviving spouses are begging everybody to get vaccinated. And they're saying it's the thing they most regret. But a lot of people won't because, well, God, you probably know this. Human beings hate being wrong. So right. much that true. they would Very rather true. double down on their wrongness than admit admit that they were wrong um, and change. So uh, I think it's uh, we're fighting an uphill battle here. And especially, you know, we always have to put it in the context of the fact that they are following the lead of people they place their trust in by voting for them. They're being told by their right. local Who's officials like, yeah. and their mayors and their representatives and their senators and their governors I mean, thankfully, the person in the Oval Office isn't doing any more. But do you think these people listen to Joe Biden? Probably no. not. Yeah. It's like, who's really in charge? But I was this Texas pastor who almost died of COVID, who's, who's now going to preach vaccination. And I, I love it when that happens. Yeah. You know? It's not, you know, it's like a thousand angels in heaven singing a, a, a song when that happens. There's nothing wrong with changing your mind, humans. There's Please. nothing wrong with that. Please no, do you're supposed more. to. You're supposed to change your mind when you get new information. That's it. Well, that's what I always thought being an adult was about. You know, you take responsibility, you uh, course correct, um, you admit your mistake, whatever. And I think the there, well, there's so many problems, but you know, one of the worst things, the most diabolical thing Donald did was divide us during COVID when we really needed each other, but. One of the worst things that happened was that he got COVID and a bad, bad case of it and survived and then was able to tell people it wasn't that big a deal. When he was really getting those monoclonal antibodies. He was getting everything. Everything. And then he posted up on top of the steps and did a little Evita wave. um, 
I said Mussolini, but Evita works too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to go with Mary on this one. Yeah, it was very dramatic. It gave the don't cry for me, Argentina. (laughs) The truth is I never left you. Do you think, Mary, do you think he's currently taking um, sheep medicine? (laughs) Yeah, you don't like that, do you? It's two Marys now. What? <laughs> it's a question for both Marys. Yeah, I, I bet anything he's he's eating that cheap medicine. Uh, I think one can only hope would be no. my answer. I think no. I think no. no I don't yeah. think he's either. Yeah, so. Honestly, I think he's lying. Now I'm I'm curious. Before I I I have to jet out here. Do you narrate your audiobook, The Reckoning? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I. I, I didn't know how it works. I I because I'm I, I want to get the audio book and I want to make sure it's you. I don't want to make sure it's like yeah. I'm gonna get the audio book too. Honestly, yeah. guys, it was one of the the it was a revelation how much I enjoyed it. I did the first one as well, and I didn't. I mean, when they asked me, I was like, really? You're not gonna hire somebody who knows what they're doing? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> it was so it was such a cool process. I loved it. It was so well done, too. I listened to your the book you released last year um, on audio, and it was fun. I mean, does that happen over a period of time? I'm I'm fascinated by the audio book process. Does it? Did you have to take a week or two to kind of read through it, and they brought you back in, kind of thing? It the first one. It it depends on who's producing, directing, but the first one took uh, four days, and the second one took two. Uh, it just went, it went really smoothly, and I, you know, you. As soon as you get the experience, you you kind of you know when you need to reread a line, mm-hmm. so you don't even need to wait, and you just and then they edit it, and it's uh, it goes really smoothly. Um, and it sounds like you're actually just reading it straight through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's it it was great, and it also helps that um, like I had literally just finished writing the book about two weeks earlier. <laughs> So it was very fresh in my mind. With that said, Moses, you're going to do your blessed might and second coming. Yeah. This is a new thing we do, Mary, where we we say the thing about the episode that we liked, that we that's our blessing. And then we say uh, we smite something we hated. And then we say something we want more of. That's a second coming. Yeah. And I would like to bless the the reckoning, the book. I want people to enjoy it. I'm So I'm blessing the book. Uh, of course, it's an easy one to say, bless you, Mary Trump. I'm going to bless you both. Listen, I'm going to bless you and your book. How about that? I'm blessing you both. Thank you, Moses. Uh, I'm not really going to smite anyone today. There's plenty of smiting going around. <laughs> Wait, I, I just have no one to smite today. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, Moses. Uh, and uh, the uh, second coming, someone at least, I would love to see a, a fourth appearance here on the God Pod from Mary Trump. Just putting <laughs> yeah. that out there. We don't have to wait for another book. Just yeah, come just on. Come you know, we'll talk about That's good because you've been waiting a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about food next time, something that I enjoy. You know? But uh, right, that's cool. it for me. We go merrily yeah. along the way. We can talk about right. TV. Have you seen White Lotus yet, Mary? I have indeed. Oh, oh, love it. I just finished. So good. You, do, you did too, Jesus? I, I'm halfway through right now. Nice. Loving it. All right. Well, thanks, Moses. Um, yeah. I'll have a good you. one. Bye, Moses. All right. I'll see you later. Bye, Moses. See ya. see ya. Bye, Moses. See ya. Yeah, I guess we could go on to doing our our blessed smites and second comings as well. Oh, we sure can. Yeah. Well, I'm going to uh, echo what Moses said. I want to bless Mary for joining us today, too. But also, I want to bless you for speaking so openly about your uncle, and I think more people need to be speaking out about their terrible family members. So I respect you just like coming forward and doing that because not a lot of people do. I want to smite anyone who listens to any of these radio hosts or preachers, sees them get COVID, sees them die of COVID, and still doesn't get the vaccine. I think that is just a mm-hmm. special level of nuts. So please let this be a learning lesson for you. And then finally, second coming, more of Mary Mag's hosting. You've done a great job today, Mary. Totally agree. Thank you very much, Mary. Yeah. I would like to bless both Marys. Yeah. Um, It was just wonderful to sit back and just listen to this intelligent, fascinating conversation. And um, I would like to bless The Reckoning, the book. And I can't wait to listen to that. And yeah, bless you both. 
And okay, I would like to smite uh, not the people that listen to the radio hosts because I think they're just sheep, as as you can tell because they take sheep medicine. I'd like to smite the hosts and the people that are you know the sheep herders because uh, they're the ones that are I think you know you got to focus on. Uh, second coming, I would say. Uh, yeah, more Mary Trump on the God Pod and more Mary Magdalene hosting. Fantastic work. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, everybody. Can I go? Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm ha- like originally I thought I, I needed to smite one of you and I didn't. Want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad. <laughs> like, a, like a very homicidal fuck Mary kill. Yes. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, Bless this pod. Bless all of you guys. I have so much fun when I'm here. Seriously, mm-hmm. like Yay. this is uh, this phase of things is always a little trying. So mm-hmm. it's it's so great to be able to have a, an in-depth, funny conversation with people who get it. Um, so I'm really appreciative of that. Um, I'd like to. There's so many I want to smite people. I want to smite, but no, you can run down your list. Like your I like that. List. It's the complete opposite of Moses. Moses is like, I, I don't want to smite anybody. Which is so. <laughs> isn't that like kind of un Moses like, or am I? It's weird. I, yeah, Moses just had a baby. So I think he's very. Oh, happy. okay. Well, that changes everything at least right. for five minutes. Um, <laughs> no, because then you have to deal with the people I'm going to smite in the school boards who spend more time arguing against base, basic safety protocols for all of our children than they do worrying about the fact that people are dying needlessly from COVID, that, you know, people are, kids are having their school lunches taken from them because some fucking Republicans don't want them to be spoiled. I didn't, I didn't realize like being fed properly oh, yeah. spoiled you, but yeah. So those, those people who invest so much energy in making things worse than they do in trying to make things better makes me crazy. And as for the rest, just more God pod. Seriously. Thank you so much. We're going to use that as our testimonial. Yes. Speaking of it, nice dig. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, Mary, it was excellent having you. Um, I would like to bless you and the fact that you are here. Um, Telling some truths, some very hard truths that need to be heard. It's unfortunate that, uh, you know, America needs to hear those truths from white folks. But uh, even though, you know, people of color and marginalized people have been saying it for since, I don't know, ever. Ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> since the founding yeah. of this great experiment. Uh, but, you know, I digress. So um, I would like to thank you for coming. Um, I would like to bless you. I would like to smite uh, Megan McCain. Why not? Because, you know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I want her hairdresser to stop trying new things. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's an evergreen smite. I want her to stop it. Okay. Why am I subjected to it? I just, I want less. (laughs) Try less things. I always thought that Megan McCain's hairdresser is somebody who actually hates her guts. <laughs> but now it's starting to affect me. And that's because I have to look at it. I don't even watch the show, but it trickles. Like She's I see, off the show now. See, So you don't have to see it anymore. Well, we bless God for that. Um, <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. So please, less less of the things, just basic balayage, um, maybe like a, some layers. Let's keep it there. Um, and then, uh, so smite her. I'd also like to smite, uh, much like God, folks who know the truth and uh, decide to keep people delusional and keep people in the dark um, because they are trying to hold on to power. And that's honestly what the name of the game is, if we're being honest. So smite you guys, um, because you really know that this vaccine could save the lives of these people, but you want to be dickheads. And so to hell with that. Now, um, second coming. I want Satan to come back just a little bit. I kind of miss him. Bango bango. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. He couldn't make it here bango, today bango. because he, he was shooting a commercial and he's very <laughs> upset. 
Oh, wow. Then he couldn't make it. Is it for know. Bengo Bengo Enterprises? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't Definitely. ask. Oh, okay. He's, he's selling <laughs> it. Has to it be. might be for Iver, Ivermectin. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> you know Satan. That sounds like it's right up his alley, actually. He's, yeah, he's, you know, he he strikes while the iron is hot. He's uh, <laughs> he's a big, big boy. He's <laughs> so, yes. And, of course, um, Second Coming, uh, definitely more Mary Trump. I just, I really like the Battle of the Marys, even though it's not a battle, because we kind of, you know, see things very similar. Well, we battle together. Exactly. We fight arm in arm. Fight the fascists. Together. Um, but, yes, this was, this was excellent. So, everyone... I'm just going to close with what I've already shared today in the podcast. Mary Trump is an excellent example of the difficult conversations we need to be having in order for this country to come to its reckoning, uh, you know, plug. And so <laughs> it's necessary. These are all necessary conversations we need to be having. Thanksgiving is coming up. A lot of you are going to be going home to people who are, you know, dosed up on Fox News. If you know the truth, you have to spread it. That's the duty that we all have because we, we kind of have to get things back in order uh, all over the multiverse. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming, Mary. And with that, please remember that bad bitches tell the truth even when it's hard. Mary has spoken. <laughs>